This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer We're gonna check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer, and I am so excited to have with me today one of my favorite Bravo sisters. Uh, please welcome back to the show, Danny Murphy. Hey, Danny. Uh, well, hi, Dylan. How are we doing today? Doing well. Uh, we got some exciting news right before we got on the microphone. There is an Atlanta trailer. You were oh. you saw it before I did. It's on Love B. Scott if you want to go check it out. Uh, Atlanta premiering May 8th and the same uh, Six Housewives as last year. Good for them. I love it. I thought the last cast, I feel they have a really fun vibe going where it's a perfect mix of like they feud, but they can all be at like a table together and enjoy a meal, which like has been the downfall of a lot of the other franchises where like they need two separate tables. And like Atlanta, at least like, let's come together. Let's see how far we can get along at this dinner before we have to leave. I totally agree. Like, there's no, especially coming on the heels of New Jersey, which is a whole other situation right now. But it's like, that cast can't even be on the same panel at BravoCon together, let alone, like, exist happily on a girl's trip. Whereas this cast, it's like the six of them are all on the same page enough to to stick together. And also, they got a new cast picture, and they look hot. It- last year, last year there was some shenanigans going on where they weren't satisfied with the photo shoot Bravo did for them, mm-hmm. so they self-funded their own promo shots. Uh, this year, I think Bravo uh, coughed up the budget because I they all look so. great, and it's a very like uh, the background is kind of giving like dream girls like Chicago kind Ooh. of like neon lights vibes. I I'm into it. Uh, I'll, I mean- I'll post it after we get off the recording but and now also drew has a new raya photo <laughs> i i'm just i'm just speaking logistically and because i mean the, when the trailer ends like drew are you ready to talk about ralph yeah i mean i clapped when that ha- when that was announced because she can do so much better and deserve so much more so i hope she does find someone and this photo is gonna help i would kill to see how the official bravo cast photo compares with when drew facetunes like kind of re-edits <laughs> and puts it on raya because you know some you know how sometimes you'll see like the bravo liberties post pictures that have been like other places and you're like oh, oh that one that one's just a little different it's like because it's like oh that, that's on the bravo tv bio for you and it's like everywhere when it's you're on watch what happens live everything like that and it's like why do your teeth look different what's happening here yeah they they love they love a little facetune and i mean i love the facetune account so it all works out there used to be this Instagram account. I don't, it was like Celebreality, I think. I don't know if it still is around that they would do like a uh, flash between what they posted on their Instagram and like the Getty images oh, shot. Oh, and so, oh. I mean, it's kind of devastating because it obviously plays into some like deep insecurities about like, you know, how some Victoria's Secret model wants to make her thighs look even smaller. I but, know. Uh, 
again, totally different conversation, but, but it, it is kind of like, yeah, like we can, we can all see that. It's sort of like, I feel like that kind of is like in like true crime documentaries when it cuts to like, but then things happen and it goes like black, red. And it's like, like, like kind of like possessed. I feel that is like the Photoshop reality moment, but that actually is a tip. Everybody, never edit your photos because then you'll always you'll never look worse because you'll just be your, you'll just look how you look. That's a, that's true. I, I, I'm waiting for that one housewife that does that. I don't know if they're out there yet, but I mean, you and I have seen enough housewives in real life that you you start to figure out like who the <sighs> face two and worse offenders are. Yeah, I'm like, wait, have we met? Oh, 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 yeah, it it, it it's out there. And you know what is crazy because people ask me about this sometimes, and I always say. Most of the housewives and people on Bravo are like strikingly beautiful Ooh. in person. So it's it's like even more disappointing when somebody obviously feels the need to like really really overdo it and then you see them in real life and it's like wait you're so pretty. It, it it's really hard because that's the thing cuz it's like they don't get face tuned on the TV show they're on and they all look great on that. So it's is kind of a funny thing where they take to social media and I don't know if it's just like more people in their head. It's like, oh, just do a quick little, like everyone's doing a filter, but then it's like, you're not filtering it. You're truly, you're putting like a Brita in front of your face because you're not unrecognizable. A little, a little zhuzh. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking back at the last time you were on this show and lo and behold, it was the day before <laughs> Scandaval broke out. Oh <laughs> my God. Were we ever so young? The, yeah, the last episode we were talking about Vanderpump Rules. We were just, you know, kind of chit-chatting about what was happening this season. Little did we know there was an atomic bomb waiting around the corner. Uh, and now it feels like you're back at the perfect time because as of yesterday, Raquel's restraining order against Sheena is officially no more. And Sheena was at the courthouse and she was she was wearing a, a beautiful brown pantsuit oversized sunglasses, walking in the rain, giving full walk and talk, Elwood's legal jargon realness to TMZ. Sheena really, I think more than, obviously like team Ariana is a big thing right now, but I feel like aside from Ariana, Sheena really is like the victor of Scandaval. Oh, came out so on top because A, now we have her, she kind of gets the best of both worlds because she gets to have a fun season where she is meddling, being messy, doing all this stuff for Raquel. And now she's like, oh, I too was bamboozled. I was duped. And I've been like, I've been riding for Ariana all along. So she was able to show even more how much she loves Ariana. Cause she had to, she had to say goodbye to her original team to be on her side. Cause it was literally, I think the day after I talked to you, the day before I talked to you last month, I was interviewing Raquel and Sheena together as they're on their buddy, like a uh, little yeah. like girls, like the the girls club right there, and so seeing the one eighty Sheena has been doing right now is kind of breathtaking, right? Like Sheena actually, you know, she's sort of cashing in the like BFF card that she's had mm -hmm. with Ariana since before the show even really started. Because back when Ariana first was coming around in like season two ish, Sheena was kind of the only one who wanted to give her the time of day aside from Tom Sandoval, obviously, but it's like now Sheena is kind of like, Hey guys. Yeah. Remember like I'm the original bestie with Ariana. So like who gives a fuck about Raquel? I'm, I'm right here. I feel that's so true. I feel people are really going back in time <clears throat> in the history of Vanderpump rules. And they were like, okay, Sheena didn't like Sandoval at first. 
Sheena is the reason Vanderpump Rules is really, it was the seamless transition of it with Brandy. And Sheena has just always been trying to be friends-ish with everybody, kind of, but definitely with Ariana. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was talking to a friend yesterday. I, I feel like at this point, most of us probably have somebody in our lives who is currently discovering Vanderpump rules or like I in thought some you were gonna phase. say we all have someone in our lives right now that is currently um having an affair with a married man and I was like I don't I don't know um I don't know if I have that yet. If so I would want a friend to tell me because I need details. But yes, <laughs> like, everybody yeah, is <laughs> I'm friends with so many cheaters. Like that's just kind of like <laughs> that's who I vibe with usually. It's no, a cheater like, brand. Yeah. I have a friend who's watching Vanderpump Rules for the first time right now and is really like burning oh. through burning through the episodes pretty quickly and so i'll just get like text updates like every few days of like touchstones in vanderpump rules history and it is funny like i was texting with this friend about sheena last night and i'm like you know what like deep down she is like such a good person yes, and such a she's a pretty loyal person and I think really just like wants to be loved, wants to be there for like the people that are really like her people, but she doesn't always have the best picker and she can be a little too much for certain people sometimes. And so I feel like there have been situations in the last few years that like weren't super flattering for Sheena, but I think this is kind of where she excels that it's like she is on the right side of history she's she's like mm-hmm. tmz is like will you ever be friends with rachel again and she's like hell no nah. hell like, no exactly period i it because it, it is so true because i feel she was always on an island by herself but now she's like i'm on the island of truth and uh, she's really like she's like binge watching scandal all these legal things. She's like, I, I can't wait for her to just have a giant wine glass and popcorn for like on the next Instagram story to be like, it's handled. She's going to be on the Amazon- she did served justice served. served. I'm like, that's been in your draft since March 3rd. And I'm not judging. Justice served absolutely is going to be the title of this episode. Just oh, in case anyone yes. was unclear. <laughs> but you know, did you see the photos that just came out a few minutes ago of Raquel bringing her, What's that bag that Shay Mitchell from Pretty Little Liars, Bays? Oh, Bays. Bays. She she got her Bays out of her Toyota Camry Uber and is <laughs> at went to Tom and Ariana's house while Ariana's filming her Lifetime show movie. Look, I I wish Tom and Rachel all the all the whatever that's coming their way. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice, but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50% modal. It's lightweight. It's breathable. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% 
20% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot mention to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com mention. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I do feel like people are starting to talk. Obviously, we're going to get to this episode that was that from this week. But when you're thinking about the reunion is done filming now, at some point in the next few months, they're going to be looking to move toward next season. Yeah, there is this big question in the room of like what do we do with this cast that has like such now like strong lines drawn in the sand and I think obviously there's an impulse that it's like well we have to follow what happens with Tom and Raquel but I actually think this restraining order situation might really backfire for Raquel because we are now today Thursday, as we're recording this, is exactly one week since the reunion taping. Mm. The restraining order is done. It's over. And that threw the reunion into so much chaos. Yeah. And they had to completely rework their plans. They had to shoot in multiple parts. Sheena wasn't able to attend the part that Raquel was at. As, you know, everybody knows, we have two seating charts. And the fact that Raquel filed to have it dismissed the day after the reunion taping, and then now a week later, it's all just in the past. If I was somebody at Bravo or somebody at Evolution, the production company, any of that, I would be like, okay, this chick thinks that not only like, is she going to create like a lot of issues within the cast? Obviously, that's been good for ratings. So like, maybe they don't care about that so much. But, like, she created a real logistical headache for everyone involved with this show. And I, as a viewer, as a fan, I am, I don't know how the reunion experience is going to be watching it. I because, yeah. obviously, it's always preferable to have everybody in the same room together. So, like, I, I think that 
Christina Could- Kelly's time clipping that for you. Like, yeah, guys, why wasn't I in the room with everyone? It's like, you want to invite a babe? Go on. <laughs> like, I actually think in terms of future on the show, those factors get taken into consideration. You know, people that are difficult to work with, people that have caused problems for the show don't always get a free pass for that. Mm-hmm. And I think that could like hurt Raquel's chances of being kept around. I I agree. Cause I feel like a lot of times the people who are maybe not uh, the viewers dislike, at least they're entertain. They move stories along and also, ironically, they're probably nice to production. Like, because there's a lot of people that are, like, not in, like, a butter-up way. They're just like, hey, welcome. Like, that right. it makes them easier to film and have an experience because, like, the logistical of it all. And then they're like, okay, well, say Raquel and Tom Sandoval come back next season and stuff gets even messier or, like, messier on a different level. Are we going to run into another nightmare like this? Or, like, wh- why are we – this isn't – like, you can't call all the shots because that's what she dictated in that. She did that. And I'm sure so much of, I can't, I mean, we'll say, but like, I'm sure so much of her narrative at the reunion was like, I'm afraid of for my life, et cetera, with Sheena, blah, 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 blah. And then for the second it being dropped, it almost felt like I'm like, okay, that was her turning in her like employee ID. Yeah. I think also this week we, we're sort of st- on the show, I guess, pivoting into what we're actually here to <laughs> recap and talk about. We're starting to see Allie come out of her shell a little bit, get a little more time with the group, sort of participate in the in the show a little bit more, aside from just kind of like having these one-on-ones with James. And like, I don't have any strong feelings about Allie. I don't really no. care about her one way or the other. But I do think that given what we were just talking about with Raquel and kind of how her position on the show might not be as set in stone, that kind of opens up more conversation of like going into next season if Allie and James are still together and still going strong. That's true. A lot of, a lot of the kind of question marks around Allie's participation this season have been like, well, Raquel is always there and that's a little weird. And is Raquel okay if Allie's there? And why is James keep bringing up Raquel every time something happens with Allie? That is, and like, yeah. That I would annoy me so be... much if I was Allie. Oh my God. I, I mean, clearly. Why don't you have to swim up pool? What the, f- what? We're starting to see, I think the thing that I am honestly most intrigued by about Allie is this episode, it feels like we're sort of starting to see her uh, her like blind love for everything about yeah. James kind of pick apart a little bit <coughs> because mm-hmm. at that dinner, the first night in Mexico, she is like really, really not loving being oh, around that behavior. And she... she's not loving that he's getting drunk. She said that she's happier when he doesn't drink. Uh, you know, like we're, it's. Oh, well, that's what was so hard is... when she was like, let's just have one drink. You can't control James and like you can't control anybody in that situation, but especially for him. Right. So I'm like almost as she starts to be a little more openly frustrated with certain aspects of James, that Mm -hmm. is what's going to make me more interested in having her on the show in a major way versus like, I don't really care about James's like happy lovey-dovey relationship. Yeah. Like the layers of her. Because right now, because I mean like his type is kind of like. Megan in the sense I'm like are they AI like is this a robot like his type is very much like hi James I am excited to come to the dinner 
And I'm sort of like, it's not doing that much for me. But I get, I, I enjoyed seeing that part of her. Like she stormed off. She's kind of like, what is happening? And like, why is he constantly bringing up Raquel? I and I liked also in this episode that um, Ariana and Sheena, and I think it was Lala as well, Lala. invited her out to dinner. Yeah, they were like, let's get to know you a little bit more, or like, let's have a conversation and kind of like unpack your personality and persona outside of James. Because then if she can actually yeah. start to form more, because every scene she's had up to this point, which is understandable, is just kind of like next to James being like, James, stop. But now that we get to kind of see, her, like she's really, like she's kind of like a Sims. Like she's like, like there's like a flame in the kitchen. She's like, why is this happening? And it's like, baby, what's going on here? But now <laughs> I feel there's getting, we're getting more layers to her. And she's probably coming into her own because it's like her first time on like TV. I'm sure she's probably like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> right, she's like, wow, this is crazy. I've watched all these people on TV and now I'm here. But actually I've never, I've never seen the show before. I'm not a fan. I just like, I I, I don't know. I'm just, I found myself here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I do I liked her rationalization of the Sheena wedding invite situation because mm. she is able to clock that the only reason James actually cares about her mm-hmm. not being invited to the wedding itself is because Raquel is going to be there. And uh-huh. there's like a dynamic there where James wants to be like, oh, and I'm so happy, you know, found the love of my life. Never been tongue happier. kiss, tongue kiss me, tongue kiss me, babe. Why? You know. Uh, Raquel was cool and all, I guess, but when we were together, I was never really, you know, feeling it like that. She was never the girl for me, now that I think about it. And I like that Allie is like, okay, I don't want to be like your pawn in this game of like, see, I got the last laugh with Raquel because she technically broke up with him. Right. And so like that to me is like, okay, you're like a little bit mature in this situation. Mm, And you're like, mm -hmm. yeah, like. I'm coming to Mexico. I'm going to have a good time regardless. I don't need, like, a seat at the reception. Well, also for, like, this wedding of these people, she, like, does She's like, I'm good. She's like, I can come to the party after, or, like, I can hang out after and before, but I have to skip the por- the most boring part of a wedding. For sure. Let's go. And I like that even Chino was like, I just didn't invite you because I don't know you. She should go and hang out with uh, Katie and Christina during the wedding. Oh, she's going to have to take a little shuttle to that. I don't even know. <laughs> Sheena, can I say I, I loved Sheena doing this because you know what? You can't get mad, you can get even. Sheena's like, yeah, you know, whatever. I just had them move to a different tower and uh, taken off the VIP club list. It's like that, honestly, fair. Because fair, because their whole thing. We want to have a girls' trip in Mexico for Christina Kelly's birthday, and ba 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 ba. You can't stop our girls' trip. Okay, cool. The VIP thing was Sheena's wedding thing you guys just want to go to this resort because you say you really like this resort go enjoy what you enjoy about it this is you this is actually maybe the most i've ever wanted the behind the scenes breakdown of who is paying for what yeah who is booking what because usually when they're going on a cast trip it's very cut and dry bravo books the stuff bravo pays for everything you know it is what it is. They're in this, the house, the hotel, and it's all Bravo. But like with the Sheena's wedding thing, obviously a lot of Sheena's guests are there separate from the cast trip. And so I'm like, did Bravo, did Bravo like buy rooms in Sheena's wedding block <laughs> or did oh, they get their I... own block? Cause I don't know. I, it, it was weird. Like last week when there was so much back and forth. And I talked about this about, 
you know, this hotel being sold out and Katie staying somewhere else. And I'm like, well, Katie didn't like, Katie wasn't in charge of booking her own room for the cast trip. But I'm like, maybe this was different because it was part of Sheena's wedding. I have no idea, but I would be really curious to know kind of the exact details. I could kind of, because that's like when they were like, I'll Venmo you $1,000 and everything like that. I could see it being a thing where Bravo's like, okay, we're not like, we can't get you a reduced rate for this block of people who like, we're not even like, knowing that are going to be there type of situation. And they're like, we're not. And also they're probably like, we're not paying for you and Christina Kelly to have a girls night out, even though they really love planting things together and supporting each other this season. I was shook beyond belief. And I love Lala. I don't want Lala on my bad side. But the fact that Lala brought Christina Kelly to the welcome dinner. Yeah. That was messy. That was messy. Cause I, I, mm, Mm, like, didn't the, like it. The welcome dinner, even if it is casual, even if it's a drop by when you get to the hotel, have a drink, say hello, it's a wedding event. And if you're not invited to any part of the wedding, if you know for a fact that Sheena wishes you weren't even in the country, you don't yeah. come to the welcome dinner. Also, what is and Katie? I'll... Oh, I guess Katie's with Schwartz. But like Christina Kelly can like get a massage, amuse Room herself. Service. Room yeah. service, yeah, yes. Like, take a bubble bath, chill the fuck out. Because also, I think everyone, I feel like the, and I, it's not a rumor because she just gave birth recently. That I think because like <laughs> wasn't Christina Kelly like pregnant during all this too, which is like not talking about it because it was early because she hasn't been drinking or eating yeah. like fish. So I'm like, girl, just put on a robe. You're in Mexico, go chill. Why do you want to be at this dinner? And I'm like, Lala, why are you inviting her? And earlier in the episode, you were crying to Brock and Sheena about how they're like the family. You didn't know you like need it or like that you didn't know you could have right now. That part left me a little. I'm like, I don't want to be given Lala this episode. I want her dress. It was really pretty, but I didn't love that. <laughs> Brock and Lala being friends all of a sudden is like strange to me. I don't. I mean, Brock is kind of a non-factor this season, but I'm like, okay, I guess. I guess I'm glad you're a good father to one child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I know. Are we not like okay? Like uh, okay, you're you're the mother of your children over in Australia. Like, sent you a text about your wedding. Like that's cool. Like I'm I'm glad that things are like maybe a little better than they have been. But that whole list of red flags that we were compiling last season, it, thankfully we're not focusing on them this year. But like th- they didn't just go away. No, his hair went away though. Do you like the haircut? Oh, he looks so good. He does. Look- it does look good. <laughs> it's very rugby vibe. I was I like, know. maybe he could come back to the show. Maybe just I a know. little bit. <laughs> I know. And then him walking. I know. I'm like, good for you, Sheena. Good. Yeah. Good. Good for Sheena. I, I, I do. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm glad we don't really have to talk about Brock much this season. No. Because last year, I feel like that was kind of the only thing worth talking about. And we may do, but this year I'm like, okay, we have, we have some bigger fish to fry. Thank the Lord. Well, also it is kind of interesting. Cause like the first, like this episode, there were kind of moments where I was like, am I entertained? Oh, what's happening? It was kind of going up and down. I'm like, yes. 
I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. This episode was definitely a little a little less exciting than the last few. I yes. think also we're just kind of collectively coming down from the Scandaval high that we were on. That's, that's also but, very real. But definitely this, this episode, like I took less notes. I was a little less like laser focused on everything that was going on. Um, but th- yeah, I don't know how many times we can go to Schwartz and Sandy's before it's open. Oh, with like, an effing tasting. I'm like, I don't give a shit that I feel like I know the menu more than they do now. Like there's another tasting. There's another after everybody goes there after Lisa's tea party. It's like, why is it not open? If you're open enough to have everybody come there and hang out for a TV crew, open the fucking doors to your restaurant. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Come up with a name for the for the Blue Shark drink so they can put it in the POS system <laughs> and be done with it. And I like, too, that he's like, we want an elevated menu. I'm like, y'all know what? This is a, a bar from a reality star in a strip mall. Why why are we doing like what, t- t- like tahini Caesar dressing? I mean that sounds delicious, but I'm kind of like just open. No one's going to no one's expecting the food to be divine. No one's expecting the drinks to be good. Everyone's expecting just to see someone there or to take a photo with the sign. 
And honey, it is in a strip mall. I I had heard that, you know, like, uh, whatever, kind of everything in LA and is in a strip say, mall. In I'm a from way. Jersey. All my favorite <laughs> things are in strip malls. It's not a, it's just a staging of a fact. Yeah, no, I saw a TikTok where somebody like walked up to Schwartz and Sandy's and kind of panned around and I'm like, oh, it's like strip mall. It's not like, oh, yeah, it's like along the block with some other stores. It's like, no, it's very, very much strip mall. It's in a strip mall half a block away from UCB. That's haunted. <laughs> There's cursed energy there. I don't trust it. Oh, my it. God. And I mean, I don't know if Dodie's doing some improv classes there. Maybe she can like uh, stop on over, but it is very, very cursed area of LA. Totally. Um, but you had mentioned the dynamic this episode between Raquel and Schwartz, and it is really knowing what we know now. It is so bizarre the way that they yeah. are. To me now, knowing that this was in August and allegedly Raquel and Tom Sandoval's affair started at least in July, mm-hmm. it feels so fake and forced. Yes, when Raquel's like. I don't know. Maybe we'll be tighter in the future. What's in the men's room? Yeah. <laughs> when I think tight, I think like, and then like talking about his ass. I'm like, can y'all spare us? Like, what's happening here? It's just like, it's just bizarre. And they're bonding over their shared love of galaxy lights. And then when we get to Mexico, we get like a weird montage of both of them immediately setting up the galaxy lights in the room. I feel like if this episode was airing and Scandaval hadn't happened, you would think the producers were like trying to set them up. And now, yeah. now having the knowledge that we do, it feels a little bit more deliberate, like a misdirect on the part of Raquel and Schwartz, like a cover up kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. But it just is like, I don't want to watch this. Everybody on the cast thinks it's weird. And so do I. That's also the thing, because like there's, and it is funny. You're like, oh, there is no chemistry here. It all because it, it literally just looks like, if it wasn't Scandal, I'm like, oh, you guys just really hate Katie so much. You just want to do this, to do this in front of her. Like I really don't get, and also just like to do it in front of James, and it just really feels just like this like performance of them all. And it is, I just am kind of like just. Sh- Girl, what were you texting Sandoval this entire time? That's what they should have had her phone to see the text. Like, this episode was filmed when? Like, August, like, uh, 20th. What were the texts you were sending Sandoval then? Because I need those, like, streaming CNN style at the bottom of the screen. That is a good point. That it's, like, I almost... I I feel like some of these events are kind of irrelevant unless mm-hmm. you know kind of, like, the... We need, like, the... the the dub track of like what's going on for real. Mm-hmm. And I obviously I think we'll get maybe some of that context at the reunion, but like now that I'm watching the episodes, it's like, no, no, no. I want to know like if Sheena's wedding was on like August 28th or whatever, I want to know like what the last text Sandoval sent to Raquel was like, I want to know, did they meet up while they were in Mexico? Like, you know, know. was it like, oh, I'm going to the ice machine down the hall, Ariana, be back in however many minutes that takes. And then are they like fucking in the bathroom? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it feels like now that we know a vague timeline, I need more specifics. And some of some of it does feel like it's falling a little flat because we don't have the details but that's not really anyone's fault it's no one's fault but you know who really kind of 
took me for a shock this week was Ariana because I feel this is the first time we saw her like activated in any sense this entire mm. season, which I guess is fair because she was dealing with like her dog and the logistics of opening a business. <laughs> yeah, they got their uh, they got their space for something about her. Good for them. They got the space. And you know what? Everyone, I have, I'm supporting Ariana and Katie. I have not said I am flying to LA to get a sandwich. <laughs> so many people are saying they're going to support this business. And to them, I say, enjoy the tuna melts. Because I don't know what they're, I don't know what they will be serving. I'm sure it will be lovely. I'm just saying, I don't know how I'm going to eat. I'll, I'll give them a few months after opening when they open before going in there. But the way, like, I love, like, watching her kind of get really go back and forth with the James was really kind of shocking to me. Because we just don't see Ariana doing that that much anymore yeah it it was it felt like it kind of came out of nowhere because you know we sit down at dinner and obviously there was you know something that had happened before and then we're starting to get more context but clearly it wasn't filmed i imagine or otherwise we would have seen it and it's like james shoved some guy to the ground because he was like trying to hug him but he thought he was trying to hit him I, it's so it's it super weird so but bizarre. but yeah ariana really kind of gets activated like he, you said and we, we don't we don't see that side of her too much but you know i kind of like it it's kind of hot i do too oh yeah when she was like in your fucking root to me i was like ariana yes i also want to be like where are the photos of all of brock's hot friends i'm assuming from australia i'm like what's the vibe there i'm like wait we're giving away <laughs> free hugs in mexico i would have I, I i what's happening <laughs> You're like you would have uh you would have added yourself onto Katie and Christina's room at oh. the dreams the dreams <laughs> and I'd be like, Guys, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get ice. <laughs> I'm just running around. <laughs> you're like you're like on the hunt for hot Australians in yeah. the hallway. <laughs> I like you know I'm going downstairs. I just need another Twix bar. No, it's crazy. Yeah, you're like, is there anyone who wants to tackle me for fun? <laughs> Wait, and also the LOL, I feel like the continued vibe of this trip is like, or like this season for Katie too, is like everyone just making her drink alone because her friends like Lala, of course, doesn't drink and Christina's pregnant. <laughs> and like, I'm still dying. Where it's like, like is Christina Kelly and the girls are like, five shots, girl, you got this. And Katie's just like, this isn't helping with the depression for my divorce, but for sure. <laughs> it is funny. She's like, yeah, we're having, I'm ha- I just want this girl's trip in Mexico and it's literally just going to be her drinking alone. <laughs> I mean, she to needs each their ma. own. She needs ma. Don't make me drink alone. Oh my god! <laughs> like that is Katie Maloney Schwartz. Like I don't know. She oh has to like god. send that to Ariana or someone. <laughs> Katie and like deranged Octavia Spencer just like in the, in a basement together, knocking them back. That's that's what okay. we need. Now that is an <laughs> ultimate girls trip that I want. Yeah, Ult- ultimate girls trip to Ma's basement. Yeah, that'll. Yeah. That'll really get some top tier talent uh, involved for sure. <laughs> Heather Dubrow is going to be like, "Oh, I'll, I'll get the next one." I'll, I'll, I'll. <laughs> Wait, but if they call it trip and it's like they all like hallucinate, Heather likes her gummies, so maybe it could be something with that. I like forgot that about her. Sure, okay, you you can handle those negotiations. <laughs> I'll do. I'll call. I'll go to Heather Dubrow's world or whatever she calls her podcast. <laughs> I want that trailer. Uh, I'm like, Heather, what are you? I feel, is she hiding it from us? Who knows? I know. Now that we have Atlanta, it's like, time's up. It's like that, the Judge Judy gift where she's like, oh yeah, slapping her hand on the pile of papers. (laughs) Like, give it to me now. (laughs) Before we go, I just wanted to uh, share a piece of news that I haven't gotten a chance Uh to talk about yet. And that is reports that we have a new Beverly Hills housewife. (gasps) Oh. 
yes. named Anne Marie Wiley, wife of a former NFL player, Marcellus Wiley. Love. Uh, she is a 40-year-old nurse anesthesiologist, a mother of four. Uh, oh. One insider tells people, quote, she's hilarious. She's got such a lovable personality, lives an active full life, and is married to a great husband with an adorable family life. She's a hardworking mom. She's going to be a great fit. Uh, all of those things sound like she's a lovely person. Uh, will she be a good housewife? That is a fully different question, but hopefully. I, I also love, like, one insider. I'm like, that sounds like it came from her, but... That also shows you're a great housewife. If you're if you're talking about yourself in the third person, the process already, go on and go for it. I do love too that everyone's saying that it's gonna be like her, Tiffany Moon, and Nicole, Dr. Nicole from Miami, all the anesthesiologists going after Larsa at BravoCon. Because I do need to have that panel. I need them the pan- just to quiz Larsa on medical terms. Oh my god. Tiffany Moon's takedown of Larsa Pippen is legendary. It's so, so good. She wasn't because Evan went to Sutton's um, boutique moment last night. I don't uh-huh. think he said the newbie was there. but And none uh. of the other uh, alums who have been filming have uh, been. Megan King Edmonds was, though, because she, or Megan King was. She always is everywhere. Yeah. Okay. The, the thing about the, the alums filming, none of these women are coming back to the show. I'm no. sorry. It, I, I mean, it. Until the, until we're proven otherwise, like Denise showing up for one dinner at Kyle's house means absolutely nothing. Like, obviously, people have come back. You know, it could be a Sheree type of situation. Mm-hmm. But Sheree, you know, Sheree signed the contract, walked in on the first day of filming and was like there. You know, Tamara, it was like this big news that she was coming back to OC. Even Taylor Armstrong, we got an announcement like... Denise and Camille and, you know, whoever else has been popping up at random of like one-off events. It's like, I I mean, it's nice to see an old friend, but like, I don't care. We're good. And also because I feel like it's like this, I'm really excited to see how this cast, like it seems like they're getting a little more buddy, but fighting and stuff like that. I'm excited to see how they kind of progress in the future with people. I don't know if we need all these TBTs. And I love to, it seems like Cynthia's just bopping around. She's like, I'll film a few scenes for every franchise. She's right. just uh, flying around. I love it. Meredith, Meredith Marks was there too, I think. With Brooks, of course. Look, I, I I mean, we all know that housewives exist in the same world. And, you know, they're all on social media and seeing each other at BravoCon and meeting each other at events and stuff. So I'm a fan of little crossover and throwback moments like that. But it's like... D- don't slide into my DMs and be like, is Denise going to be a housewife again? Because the answer is no. No. She, uh, she, she will not. And also, I, with all the word around town, it's like Kathy's not filming anymore because Erica's still on it. Yeah, I no think- no, no filming for Kathy yet this season. Kim, it looks like, might be on a little bit, but I don't I, know. Honestly, it's one of those things where I feel it was, uh, if Kathy doesn't come back, I think that was a good time because she had her moment. She had, a, she had all the fun memes and it's either like, you either go out on top or you really smile by Katy Perry and vote for Rick Caruso. Like you really like there's ebbs and flows to it all. Oh, not Katy Perry catching strays at the very end of this episode. What did she do? What did she do? I, she- I went to her Vegas residency before she voted, might I add you. And it was a great time. But, you know, sometimes cover me in daisies. Cover me in daisies. Oh <laughs> uh, well, this episode has been something like a teenage dream, uh, Danny. It's always it's always a pleasure to have you around. Uh, but you know, leave leave Katy Perry out of it next time, okay? Oh, okay, I know half the people listening are like, "Why is he saying cover me in daisies?" Because you didn't listen to Smile. So yeah, nobody nobody 
nobody listening has gotten any Katy Perry references that are in the last three years, but um, good, good, good for you for trying. Go Orlando. Like, what she has a Vegas residency. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Danny, thank you so much. Uh, And thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. Listen to Danny's show, Virtual Reality. Uh, Also, not another true crime podcast. You're always keeping it busy. Uh, And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.